Hello friends, welcome back. Uh, I am Octavia and this is my astrology podcast, so thank you for joining me. Um, today I am recording this transmission at 4.32pm. It's Sunday, the 26th of December, 2021, and I am on Australian Eastern Time. So thanks again for being here. I wanted to record one more uh, transmission for you all before the end of the year and to be honest for myself as well um, yeah there's just so many things developing that are I, I actually just wanted to go a little deeper into that I've touched on and introduced in the last two episodes so yeah I, this is basically a dirty deep dive into uh, our extended retrograde Capricorn season that we're all getting this year and into next year. So yeah, um, some of the things that we're going to get into, um, you know, essentially we've, we've got Venus in retrograde, as I introduced last time, and um, we're also going to have Mercury in retrograde in January in Capricorn. And so I'm going to speak a bit more about what that means and yeah, just some some practicals of how this stuff can show up and what we can do to utilize our extra time um, in this earth sign, Capricorn. And, and that's for everyone, regardless of where Capricorn is in your chart and what you have in it. This will be relevant for you regardless. Um, so... In terms of time, uh, this so Venus retrograde um, that we're currently in, she's already stationed retrograde, is going to last. It's going to mean that Venus is actually in the sign of Capricorn for almost four, like a spread of four months total. So she has been there since November 2021, and she'll stay there until early March 2022. So we've got a, a nice long duration Venus here and um, traveling with Pluto and I'm going to speak a bit more about what that suggests and um, yeah just sort of outline and unpack uh, this lengthy uh, earthy deep uh, plowing through some some deep stuff I hope you're all um <laughs> yeah I hope you're all okay uh, somebody said the other day like Merry Crisis instead of Christmas. And I thought that was hilarious because, yeah, it's if you're in a crisis, then you're on the right track because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the astrology is definitely bringing things up to the surface and forcing us all to um, really get real with what we usually don't have to look at and that usually just kind of remains below the surface. So, um, yeah. Uh, and also, you know, I want to remind everyone too in this one, you know, because things are so deep and heavy and sort of intense, um, there is space as well to have a break, a breather, uh, you know, finding balance within these things. I mean, I think this is what astrology can really inform in our daily life uh, when we know that there are these big things happening in the background um, we can we can actually just be aware of that and then give ourselves a little more grace and compassion and 
just space to um, do whatever we need to do to balance out that deep work. All right, so that being said, moving right along, some of the themes that we are going to unpack um, in this uh, transmission, I want to talk a bit about value. Um, and this is a very Venusian, you know, Venus is all about value. Venus in... Um, she traditionally rules Taurus and Libra. So if you have anything in those signs, you'll also be getting a little bit of an extra um, extra influence around this time um, because in, Venus is being affected um, in this different kind of way, retrograde with Pluto. So you will probably have more coming up as well. And obviously, if anyone has anything in Capricorn, you'll be feeling this more too. So... Um, yeah, so, the, but the themes that Venus is related to, again, value, so, and that can relate to our intrinsic value, um, what we value, and then the value that we um, give what's around us, and how we make those choices, and that's um, a big one, and I also want to speak a bit about self-esteem and self-trust, um, you know, and that can also be another extension really from value and, you know, how we value ourselves and our own self-worth and what that ends up looking like, um, yeah, in the day-to-day. -day. So the other things I want to uh, speak to um our risk and fear and how that relates to Pluto and also how it relates to Venus and values. So those are the big things that I wanted to kind of have a one last little end of the year. Um, yeah, end of the year transmission about because it's just a really a big opportunity right now to be looking at these at these things, these themes and to be reevaluating them because you know the reality is nothing is like it was everything has changed in such a big way that for us to know what we value now we actually need this extra time and space to reflect and to say okay this is a very different reality than any of us were anticipating and it's not going anywhere like we're, we're in this new reality and it's obviously here to stay so you know what do we want now like what do we need and what do we value I mean maybe the stuff that we valued before we don't value as much anymore so this is um really helpful stuff to investigate and when we look at the sign of Capricorn being an earth sign uh, dirty work, the, the name of this episode, I really have been reflecting on how much this time is forcing me to get down to the nitty gritty into the dirty parts, if you will, or the foundational parts of what I value and what I want. And so, you know, digging into that stuff um, and, you know, the sign of Capricorn, it's ruled by Saturn and... <laughs> It's very much based on ideas around tradition and duty. Um, Capricorn is kind of like eating your vegetables or meditating or going to the dentist or the gym. And, you know, it's all the sort of stuff that you do so that you can 
do it and then go back to enjoying your life again afterward. Um, so Capricorn can be, you know, and if we can apply this to our realm of relating, um, I think it can give us a better sense of like what the tangible, you know, because relationship stuff and what we value and fear and risk and all these things are quite abstract. Um, and it's quite interesting because the abstract sense of value is very much in line with how um, innovation is moving as well. I mean, if we think about value in terms of money, for instance, um, and in the material realm, we, we understand value based upon our, a collective agreed upon um, definition or assumption about what you know, the, the physical material um, represents uh, and, to, and that we all kind of, yeah, like I said, agree upon. So, and now we're at a point where obviously in the U.S. inflation is, is really up and there's a lot going on with digital currency. Um, and this is all really clear and easy to see in the astrology um, in terms of we've had the societal planets um, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto were all in Capricorn um, for the last three years and two, well, one year for Jupiter, but three and then um, for Pluto's been in Capricorn since 2008. So there's a lot of, and that was the last time that these big planets were going to be in Earth signs. And, you know, if we look at Capricorn is the last one, and you know Capricorn is a really great um, uh, representation of patriarchy, right? It's it's not necessarily always that, but it can be. And in terms of just doing the right thing, being on time, showing up, um, you know, tradition, obligation. This is all very Capricorn, um, and you know the shadow side of tradition. And the shadow side of Capricorn is this kind of obligation to override ourselves um, and override what we actually are feeling and needing and wanting and, um, you know, and what we really want. So it makes a lot of sense that now the last, the very last planet, um, outer planet that's in the last degrees of degrees, that's in the last degrees of Capricorn is Pluto. Um, and so Pluto's at 25 degrees Capricorn. So hanging out with Mercury and Venus. And so this outer planet that's all about Pluto relates to transformation and change in the underworld and fear and power. Um, when Pluto was discovered in the 30s, uh, not long after that, nuclear energy, like nuclear arms race began. And we started to understand on a cellular, like on an atomic level, we understood that the nucleus of a cell actually contained a lot of energy, a lot of power. Um, and then we quickly, you know, as, as a civilization, we've been contending with how to deal with power um, ever since then and in a much bigger way. And so, of course, we had World War I, uh, sorry, World War II, rather. And we had, you know, Hiroshima and the atom bomb and all of this came about after Pluto was discovered. So 
it's, you know, plutonium, uh, this can correlate to the archetype of Pluto, it's creation and destruction, depending on what's done with it. You know, now we've, our innovation has, has moved forward and now we understand, um, we understand cells and atoms and, and that the mitochondria is actually now the area of focus rather than the nucleus, um, that there's actually more going on there than we um, previously thought. So there's always a relationship to what's happening in the sky and what's happening here on Earth. Um, and for our purposes today, um, for this transmission, um, you know, for, Pluto, for this sake of Pluto being involved with this, we can say that nothing stays the same when Pluto's involved. Um, Pluto is all about making, clearing out the old to make way for the new. Um, and it's a really, this is what it's brutal. It, it's brutal in doing this. And, you know, the U.S. is uh, approaching its Pluto return. And I have no doubt that this is related um, to what's going on with inflation. And the dollar, you know, there's just a lot of things in the, in the system and the structures that are not sustainable that for that much longer and those all of those things are coming up right now that um, are flawed that need improvement that need throwing out um, you know we've got a lot of improvements available to us that can make systems work better on a societal level so that can then get translated to a personal level for all of us as individuals we can look at ourselves the structures in our lives um, that make things work, you know, as, as humans, as beings that need to be loved and heard and appreciated, um, and to have connection and to have, you know, uh, intimacy and to have all these things and love and compassion, etc. So I think that, um, Pluto can be a very severe influence, um, but it can also be very helpful if we're willing to go with it instead of fight it um you know the the way that it makes way for the new it's done it's volcanic it's it, it forces anything to submerge to the surface um anything sorry that's submerged to come to the surface um and to dispel it, it it's um so part of this extended capricorn season is about understanding that that's what's happening and that's what's going to continue happening and whatever is coming up is meant to be examined it's meant to be seen and acknowledged um, and it's probably incredibly ac activating um, I've certainly had some stuff come up you know and Christmas is a really great time the holidays <laughs> uh, everything becomes a lot bigger and brighter and obvious in terms of, you know, things that we, any, any fear-based patterns we have or, um, you know, family patterns are so visible this time of year. And, you know, some of us, it's a very isolated time. And, you know, there's so many people I've been hearing about who are having to spend Christmas alone um, that are not getting to see their families and stuff. So, it's pretty brutal, but um, I think that, um, yeah, it's also, 
giving us an opportunity to look at these things in a different way so that we can actually move forward with with a um, deeper sense of sovereignty um, yeah into 2022 and do that doing that dirty work now it's just gonna lay the groundwork um, for that so and I think even in isolation being forced into so much of these isolating situations uh, for me it's really made like reduced down the people that I truly value, and this is another helpful Venus retrograde thing, um, you know, value is what you, what you risk reveals what you value. And because it is very high stakes at the moment to spend time with folks uh, in person, and there's a lot involved and it's just, you know, it can be quite a big pain in the ass sometimes in some situations, to even just to organize um, a face-to-face with people. So I think because of that, um, it's the, the side effect of that is that we all just become a lot more deliberate and intentional about who we want to see and um, why. And that's another helpful way in which we can locate value. Um, just going back to the currency thing, I think that um, the more that the more that things become digitized and the, the more we get away from this, the earth sign kind of, you know, the material realm showing us what 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 value is, things are, are we are in air now we're in um, Jupiter and Jupiter is about to leave Aquarius, but Jupiter and Saturn have been in Aquarius the last two years. So um you know the last year rather um and you know we're moving away from earth and into air so there's going to be this dematerialized sense of value that we're all gonna have to become more and more accustomed to um moving forward so yeah and i think doing that work on a personal level having self check-ins you know i keep i was at the um the store the other day at the self-checkout and I just think it's such a funny name, the self-checkout. Just check out from yourself. Um, and so I've been reminding myself to do self-check-ins as well, <laughs> um, especially when I'm panicking and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's um, there's a lot of ways to ignore fear and to avoid looking at what we don't want to look at. Um, but I think, you know, with Pluto, going back to Pluto and power and Venus, it's like whenever I'm afraid of something and I avoid it, it's like it gives me this built up anxiety of, you know, I have to put a lot of effort around going around it. Um, and it's interesting, you know, like surfing, for instance, when I first got into surfing, it was a big fear-facing exercise for me. And then once I got in the water, it was just like, oh, I got this huge rush of relief and excitement. And um, and that is a really, I mean, and that's Pluto, you know, this is nuclear energy. It's like when we look at what we fear and we take a risk toward what we value, then we feel power. Uh, activate within us we feel empowered Um, and it's the same in our connections to others I mean 
if there's any realm in which we show up and we can't be our full self, our true self, then we have to hold in, hold back. Um, and, you know, I think Cap the sign of Capricorn can also, and, and this Venus retrograde can also be about any fear-based patterns around standing up to bullies or standing up for ourselves, um, you know, fear around being alone or fear around, you know, not, not saying the truth and the full truth. And, you know, that stuff can be really, really loud this time of year. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's all very well for me to keep going on about knowing what you want and what you value. But again, things aren't like they were. And the reality is we may not even know right now exactly what we want. And that's actually okay. Um, but what is helpful is knowing what we don't want and what we're not willing um, to do anymore. Uh, and so I think those are the things we can really look at at this time early on um, before, you know, Mercury's going to go into re uh, retrograde early next year in late January. And that's going to give us a more, a more clarity on what the hell's actually going on right now, because we're all kind of in it at the moment. And it's a bit of, um, there's a lot of big planetary stuff that's, it's kind of like the Wheel of Fortune card in the tarot. So there's, there's bigger forces moving us. That there's a lot that's not within our control. So I think that um, just being conscious of that and not getting too worried about understanding what's going on is well served. Um, so going back just briefly to, I wanted to speak to, so the self-check-ins and self-esteem and self-trust. I wanted to share a quote by Naval Ravikant. Um, he says, self-esteem is the reputation you have with yourself. And I really love this because it just cuts right through the whole, um, you know, I think our conditioning is, especially as women or if you identify as female, um, or queer even, um, but traditionally, I'm speaking in Capricorn archetypal, archetypal Capricorn terms. So I think that we, um, I think that it's easy to do, to go out of our way for other people more so than ourselves. And there's this narrative of like, oh, I'm being selfish if I'm doing and saying what I want and what, you know, instead of like, you know, the, the, it's the whole people pleasing thing and tradition and just doing, you know, which, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, being of service to others, but I think we have to locate ourselves first before we can be of service from that place. Um, and for me personally, like the more self-esteem I feel, um, at any given time, and I don't think self-esteem is a fixed notion by any stretch. It's something that just sort of shifts all the time based on whatever's going on. But the more self-esteem I feel, the more value valuable I become to those around me because the more I can trust myself, the more 
I feel like other people can trust me. So, and that, that's something that has been really helpful for me um, in recent months and years, just in dispelling that old paradigm conditioning of, you know, it's selfish to put myself first. It's like, well, not, uh, you know, that's a pretty broad stroke, but, you know, I think it can be broken down and, and these are the things that are, I think, helpful to look at with, with this Capricorn energy. Um, and, and money, you know, boundaries. I mean, Capricorn's also about boundaries. And we can look at what we value, too, in terms of how we spend money, how we, what we decide to keep close to us, maybe not even on a monetary level, but like, what do we need near us all the time and why? Um, Lately, I've been, you know, getting rid of stuff, true Plutonian uh, style, like just, yeah, getting rid of a lot of stuff. And I love doing that anyway, if you know me. Um, yeah, it's a bit intense for me because I have a natal Pluto square, uh, T-square with my moon and Venus. So I'm really into getting rid of things. Um, it's part of what I have to do in this life that's it's very important for what I'm um, here to do. So... Anyway, I've been doing a lot of that and even that process alone of, of looking at looking at my stuff and looking at what I'm letting in and what I'm letting go. And, you know, Capricorn is a cardinal sign and cardinal signs are initiating influences. They begin things, but we have Pluto here. So it's, it's this, instead of looking at what's beginning, we can look at what we can begin to end. Um, and some things take longer to end. Some things aren't as easy as just pulling them out of the closet and throwing them in a box and dropping them off to donate. I mean, some things are a bit more involved. And if you have something like that that you feel in your body that is ready to end, um, that is going to take more time, I would say that this is a really good time to start like making those steps because this is such a long um, duration of this Venus retrograde and again like I said followed by Mercury retrograde so whatever processes need to happen for you to bring things to an end in a way that feels true um, you'll have the space and the planetary support um, to initiate that and then to see it through and actually have some clarity around it um, early next year when Mercury goes retrograde in Capricorn because Mercury is going to actually be conjoining Pluto around the same degrees that Venus has been conjoining Pluto and will continue to. So whatever issues are coming up for you right now, regardless, um, they're going to continue for everyone listening Whatever's been coming up, it will continue to develop and it will it will continue to be um, clearer over time, thanks to Mercury. So keep that in mind. And what else do I have for you? Um, let's see. Another thing I wanted to mention about 
Capricorn is a very outcome-based influence. Um, folks who have a, a Capricorn natives, rather, are really good at looking at things through an outcome-based lens. Like, And so because this is a predominant influence in the sky, um, it can similarly enhance our all of our abilities to do the same and to... That's another way we can come at this. So we can look at our interactions and what we're engaging with and who we're engaging with. And we can say, you know, is this a good outcome? Like, what is the outcome when engaging with this person or this circumstance or this organization, whatever it is? Um, is it a good outcome or is it bad? And, you know, how can I, what what can I do to change that? And this is really, that kind of inquiry is really well supported right now. And again, boundaries, you know, and looking at if there are things happening and the outcome is not how you want it, just remember that you have the capacity to change it. I think with Pluto, we can really easily get um, in a frenzy and like in a panic with fear stuff especially if it relates to something you value deeply, like supremely. The more you value something at this time, the easier it could potentially go deeply into paralyzing despair, fear stuff. And so, because that's just what Pluto does to, Pluto can kind of make, Pluto makes the small things big and the big things small. It can distort things, but it does that so that you actually have to look at things differently and notice what's really there. And so I think with um, it's just a good thing to be aware of. Again, the self-check-ins. If you feel yourself in deep fear about what you love um, and feel powerless to do something, you are likely under the influence of Pluto and Venus retrograde together. So the way to sort of unwind that is to remember that you do have the capacity to choose and to decide differently. Um, there's always another way, right? And this is what Aquarius um, helps us remember too in these moments. You know, with earth science, things can become quite uh, just on a, a bigger level, like on a outer planetary level. The earth science can really keep us locked into stuff a little bit more. I mean, it's just the nature of physical earth as an element, but we are, we're moving into air sign stuff now. So there's more room now to actually shift and change and adapt and do different things. And especially um, with Jupiter's going to be going into Pisces um, just in a couple of days now. So, and the mutable signs, so Pisces, Virgo, um, Sag, and Gemini, those are the signs that help us to integrate and to adapt to change. So we're all going to get a really nice um, influence of, of, of Jupiter in Pisces, which is going to help us to kind of dissolve and, and take all this hard earth and air stuff and put some, put it in water and let it like a soup, like we're going to be able to kind of understand what the hell it all means and it'll be a bit softer and easier. So just remember that um, you do have a choice. You do have agency 
And just because it's been a certain way up to now, it doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Um, there's just too many big forces at play. And it, yes, it may be out of your control, but it won't be for long. Because that's the beautiful thing that I love coming back to with astrology, that it, it teaches me and shows me over and over again, is that things change. They, nothing lasts forever. Um, everything, these influences are just constantly shifting and moving, and it's not permanent. I know it may feel that way, but um, yeah, trust. The, the planetary medicine uh, wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, fear, risk, love, value, um, all big things that are probably coming up right now. And all are helpful. I mean, that's the other thing I would say, just in preparing to do this transmission, you know, it's forced me to really look at um, all of these factors too in my own life and to be more honest with myself about them. So I think that, um, and now I actually feel lighter and it just feels really um, empowering, you know, and liberating to speak to these things. So... Thanks again for spending your time and energy with me here on the podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, if you have feedback or questions, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Octavia Carney. And if you are interested in a reading, you can check out the link in my bio on Instagram and book a reading with me if you'd like to take a deeper dive into these uh, into this practice, into understanding your own chart and understanding the bigger forecasts um, at play in your life right now. So that's it for today. I am sending you all lots of love and light and a beautiful new year. We'll have a new moon in Capricorn coming up on um, January 3rd. So you'll be hearing more from me before then um, sometime next week. All right, guys, happy new year. Sending you lots of love. Stay safe, well, and wise.